time-travelling alien with two hearts and a knack for getting into trouble. I think you should see this. Welcome everyone to You Should See This. I am Nathaniel, joined by my very lovely co-host Lachlan. How are you doing today on this fine Tuesday afternoon? Look, I was doing very wonderful and then all of a sudden you just hit record mm-hmm. because you knew that if I knew mm-hmm. when you hit record, I would have tried to jump in there and mm-hmm. start. Mm-hmm. So, and not only that, but I normally <laughs> I normally have an alias to go by and I've been working on mine for the past four weeks. Oh yeah, it takes a long time to come up with a dumb fake name, doesn't and it? And now... You just totally ruined my opportunity. Yeah, man. That's how it goes. You don't... This is my podcast, mate. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Well, welcome. This is the podcast where we talk about... (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll let you you do the spiel. Go ahead. Go. Oh, well, this is... I'll judge you. All right. This is the fortnightly podcast Mm -hmm. where uh, we talk about something that uh, we, or well, more specifically, Nathaniel Mm -hmm. thinks that uh, you should watch, read, listen to, play... Could be anything. It's just something that he does enjoy, and he believes that you should give a try. Well, you kind of did that better than me, to be honest. Well, I didn't want to. <laughs> you say do that, have but... some hosting props after all, Lachlan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to give you. I'm not going to give you that. But congratulations, you did that pretty well. Oh, okay. So yes, you are correct. This is you should see this. Thank you for tuning in. It's been a little while. It's been two weeks. Well, it's been longer for me. Yeah, you're right. But... It's been a little, little while for you. Um. But it's good to be back. It's good to be here. Uh, I've got a very exciting episode lined up. And the reason is exciting. Guess why it's exciting. I'm sorry. You guess. Uh, because it is very, like, topical at the moment. Uh, is that why it's, it's exciting? It's, 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 it's topical, yeah. Topical. It, uh, I, and it's kind of controversial as well. Ooh. But it's all... but. It's very in the moment right now. Oh, I remember when we first started the podcast, you're like, Lachlan, steer away from anything controversial. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And now, See, now you're taking that This rope. isn't politically controversial oh, or okay. societally controversial. This is, oh, it's kind of societally controversial, but it's, it's more a fun controversy rather than a depressing Donald Trump controversy. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. This is a good controversy. Oh, I'm excited. And... So, do you have any guesses? No. But my question would be, uh, do you already know that we're on different sides of this controversy? Or you honestly... Ah, uh, I think we are on different sides, oh, yeah. no. I think. Oh, no, I'm I can't worried. be sure, but it'll be fun either way. It'll, okay. be, it'll, be good, it'll be good to talk about, for sure. So, no guesses. Um, I'll give you a hint. It's a TV show. It's a TV show. Yeah. Uh, is it uh, fiction? Yeah. Is it... On a streaming service? Can can be, but that's not where it's coming out. That's not where it's coming out. No. Uh, is it already released? Some of it is. Previous seasons it, is. it going to be like one of those really dodgy Netflix Marvel shows like Iron Fist or... No, 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 no. They okay. don't, they, Iron Fist is dodgy, but I just finished season three of Daredevil. And that's the least dodgy Marvel show. That's, that's le- that is the best, the least dodgy. <laughs> that, and yeah, no, but no. And when I say the least dodgy, I mean it's actually very, very good. Okay. Season one of Daredevil was awesome. Season two was okay-ish, 
Defenders, not really that great. All the Luke Cage. Jessica Jones season one's pretty good. But this is the best series of a Marvel TV show ever. The one that we're talking about no, today. No, 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 sorry, but Daredevil season three. Oh, I mean. Daredevil season yeah. <laughs> three. I just finished okay. it. It's really good. All right. But no, what we're talking about is the one and only, I can see it on your shelf behind you. Can you? It is Doctor Who. Oh, <laughs> hey, let's go. That is very exciting. Yes, exciting, controversial, as in the new announcement and the new series being a female Doctor. That's true. Um, and I thought I'd get on this. It's topical. Season 11 is just begun. There's four episodes out so far. There you go. Have you seen any of the new series? I haven't. So okay. this is actually a really good opportunity okay. to convince me yeah. why I Well, I'm see not it. just talking about season 11. I'll be talking about everything, basically. Good, good. Um, but just be- it's because season 11's coming out, I thought it'd be a good time to kind of talk about it. Perfect. My other question is, though, because mm. I know Doctor Who is quite often, um, by all anal- an analysis people, like, whenever people refer to it, they do, like, analyse the, like, Doctor Who classics. Yes. And then they analyse Doctor Who, like... 2005. From 2005 onwards. Yeah. Are you just referring to Doctor Who as a whole, or from 2005 uh, as a As a whole, but... I haven't seen old Doctor Who. Okay. I've only seen New Who is the kind of what it's called. Oh, like okay, New Who, yeah. the 2005 right. reboot. So that's what I'll be talking about, but we'll talk about its history and stuff for sure as well. That's pretty cool. Yeah, get keen. All right, we'll be back in a short break. Stick around for everything you need to know about Doctor Who. And welcome back. Thank you very much. That was our beautiful um, a cappella rendition of the Doctor Who theme song. Yes, we would have got you the proper stuff, except that would be pulled down. Piracy, for Um, sure. But you never know. Maybe from this, we're going to get a call in season 12 Mm -hmm. to be like, hey, boys, can you come Come and do uh, the intro? Do the trailer. (laughs) Please. I would absolutely. I would be there in a heartbeat. That funny fact, not fun fact, but that theme song, it's been around since 1963 when Doctor Who first aired. It's been the same theme song the whole time. Different, different. When you say same, the same melody, the same do that bit has been always been the same. Exactly, but it's been done by all sorts of different instruments. Yes, and different metal bands. I'm sure have probably done it. It The new, the new one is kind of more retro, which I kind of like in the new in season eleven. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, Doctor Who been around since 1963. Longest running TV show. Is it the long, I, it's definitely the longest running sci-fi show. Is it the longest running TV sure show in general? It's the longest running TV show because it was 50 years a few years ago. Yeah, and, 50 and years in 2019 was The Simpsons and it wasn't quite 50 ah, years. okay. So it is like it doesn't have the most episodes or the most seasons yeah. because it's had quite a few years where it hasn't run. Yeah, hey, this is but it is like from when it was original, uh, originally okay. kicked off. Okay. It's it's the longest running. That's great. No, another fun fact about original air date was that it was meant to come out on the day that JFK was shot in America. That's true. It was meant to air on that I think, night. I actually I did hear that it did air, but the actual showrunner um, was a female, um, and she like it was one of her first 
um, shows that she's ever run. Yeah. Um, and it was one of the first female showrunners okay. um, in the BBC. And yeah. when her show aired on the same day JFK shot, because so little people saw it, they played she it again the next demanded night. Demanded yeah. that it was to be like rerun, re-run. as like an air date. Oh. And, and And they were like, yeah, okay. Yeah, because no one obviously would have watched it the, exactly. yeah, the night of. Oh, okay. That's cool. I thought that they just changed the date, but that's cool. They played it again. They, so, it was a it was a play again type yeah. thing. Ah, interesting. Yeah. So this show, obviously, nineteen sixty three, when JFK was shot fifty years ago, five years now. Now the show has been on for fifty five years. Yeah. Neither of us were there at the no, beginning. No, I it. wish I was. Uh. But we, when we were born, it was probably on hiatus. I'd probably say. I don't know when it ended in the nineties, but um. I don't know when it ended, but it was during the 90s that the, like, Doctor Who movie came yeah, out. Yeah, the eighth but, Doctor movie. But we would have been too young for that. Yeah, for sure. And then in 2005, it was rebooted. Yeah. And it's been going, it's been one season a year ever since then. Not completely Oh, you're probably true. right. Yeah, because... In 2008, there wasn't a full season. Oh, no. Um, because 2007 was season four. Yeah. Um, and then 2008, there wasn't a full season, but 2009, it came back with season five. Sure. Oh my gosh. You're the right person to do this show with. You've got all the corrections to my facts. I love my doctor. <laughs> you do. And that's why, that's why I thought this would be a fun episode to do for sure. Right. Okay. So obviously, you know, the plot, the premise, but I yep. will give a quick yeah, rundown for for, for the people that don't and and as a bit of a mix-up i'll correct you when yes. you get it wrong yeah please do so bbc show british science fiction uh it's about a traveling alien got that right so far right a time traveling alien known as a time lord and so he has a time he has a he has a police uh a time travel spaceship called the tardis You've probably heard of it. It's the blue police box, like the English police box from like that era in like the 60s. And there's a reason for that in the canon for why it looks like a blue yep. police box in that it's camouflage filter. I'm fairly sure it's got a more scientific name, but like that's kind of basically what it is. When it lands, it can kind of blend in with its surroundings, but it landed in England in the 60s and then it broke. And so it's stuck looking like a police box. Yep. Yeah. And so... That's his, t- that's his time traveling machine and he flies around, he's thousands of years old and he basically goes around and saves people. It's pretty much it, right? Yeah. And the great thing about this show is we can talk about it like all day and night and we're not really going to spoil anything Mm-mm. for you because mm. the general, the general theme, the general like plot of the show, um, like it, like it's not, it we, we can't really spoil it. So, there are some things there, we like, could definitely we could, spoil. We could go into specific stories. Of, yeah. Um, but it is a show that's like, you know, a lots of little stories yeah. in, in just a continuous, so endless show. It kind of goes series by series. Like in the newest, in since 2005 at least, there is always a continuing arc that goes through each series. Series, British season, they call it series, right? Yeah, series five, series six. Uh and there's always an arc that goes through it, but each episode is fairly self-contained with different monsters and different aliens and different problems they have to solve. Each of them kind of will sometimes give like a little hint to what's happening in the rest of the series. Not every time, but usually the first and like leading up to the end, it kind of all builds up. Usually ends in like a two-parter, two or three-parter. Yeah. Uh, another 
a kind of very important fact about Doctor Who is that you've probably noticed it's been around for 50 years. It hasn't been portrayed by one actor that whole time. Nope. Because that man would be a very old man if he was a... He was very old when he started. He was very no old. No offense, William Hurt, but... Hartnell. Hart. Ah, Hartnell. There we go. Hartnell. William Hurt is... He played a different version of the Doctor. <laughs> he played the War Doctor. Um, but basically, in the show, the Time Lords have this power which is what they call regeneration in that if you become mortally wounded or in danger or your body basically dies enough where a normal human would die they are able to regenerate every cell in their body and while you remain you have the same like soul you have your same memories and stuff you're just everything about you changes your body everything in your body changes and you become a new person basically yeah and so that is what's allowed this show to continue for 50 plus years. And so I think technically we are on the 13th Doctor right now, not including the War Doctor. Yes. Yeah, because the 10 was Tennant, 11 was Smith, 12 was Capaldi, and 13 is Jodie Whittaker, the first female Doctor, yep. So, which is the controversy we were talking about earlier. Yes. Do you have an opinion? Um, I don't really have an opinion. I Yeah, I just hope that... You know, they do her justice and yeah. write her a good story. And yeah. She, yeah. And she's been okay so far. Like, I've seen three episodes, and I think she's a very good doctor. I haven't been a fan of the writing and stuff in this series very much so far. It's just weird, and it's just kind of a strange vibe every episode. But I still recommend it, for sure. Maybe that strange vibe you're getting is the little sub... Plot, like for season. it could be i just don't know it's just kind of in the way that the writing is written is kind of oh, what makes okay. it strange been a few really good jokes but it's 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 been good i'm i'm so i haven't seen the fourth episode but i'm gonna go home and watch that probably tonight there you go um and so the doctor able to regenerate and do all that jazz generally uh, some doctors have longer than others in the new series the, f- the night it's because in 2005 it's rebooted with the ninth doctor um and he only has one series disappointingly because he was great he i, was I really like doctor. christopher eccleston as the doctor uh and then but ever since then every doctor has had three series each pretty much or two and a half three yeah three series uh so yeah that's kind of all the background information you need anything else you'd like to add lucky no, you pretty much nailed yeah, it. And so usually the Doctor travels with like companions. companions That's what I was going like to mention as well. Yeah, or something like that. Um, and yeah, as he travels around with them, quite often they have a set series or season life as well, mm-hmm. and then their kind of story comes to a wrap, and he moves on to usually a different way, in a very sad way. It usually comes to a wrap. Yeah, they never really end too happy. Eh? No, they don't. He kind of, and that's kind of the Doctor's constant like life is that he is lonely in this universe and he's always looking for people just to like be with him kind of it's he's a really kind of sad person when you think about it yeah very much so because he's been around for thousands and thousands of years and he's seen all his friends and stuff just come and go as he continues on just because of his lifespan and he, he even says that in one of the episodes uh, I think it was in season two. There's this really remarkable statement he does, uh, like for within the show, and he's just like, you know, oh well, it's easy enough for you because you can travel with me forever, but I can't travel with you forever. Mm-hmm. Referring mm-hmm. to obviously the lifespan, like you know, they could travel with him for the rest of their sixty years, but yeah. he's got 
another thousands of thousands years to go. Left, yeah, without oh. that person. Which is good. It means that we can keep watching season after season of it, but uh, and we're not restricted to the lifespan or interest <laughs> of an actor. <laughs> You're right. These fickle things. Uh, but I've been I've seen the whole series through once. I would like to watch it again, but currently my sister is watching it all the way through. Who she's never seen Doctor Who before. She'd seen occasional episodes that she's watched with me, but she is currently in season five. And so I've had the kind of joy of kind of talking to her about it as she's been going through and she's fallen in love with the Doctor. And so now she's just moved on from David Tennant. So she's very sad about that. Uh, but she's enjoying Matt Smith just as well. Uh, so yeah, so that's that's kind of the basic plot. A lot of the episodes, obviously it's a space time traveling spaceship so a lot of the episodes happen in space stations, on foreign planets, in, but also can happen in the past and the future. So I think originally the show was kind of created or it had a strong focus on historical episodes yep. of giving kids kind of like an idea of what the past was like and about historical figures and stuff like the Doctor would go back. In one of the most recent episodes, she goes... And hangs out with Rosa Parks. You know, Rosa Parks, who famously stood up for um, uh, African-American rights, like, when she refused to, like, give up her bus seat in, like, the 40s. When would that have been? Don't get that wrong, man. Yeah. Honestly, I'm not sure, so I'm... Yeah, I'm I might, it might be 60s. 50, 50s, 60s, that kind of time period in America, in Alabama. Alabama. And so they go there, and so it kind of gives you, like, uh, an, a different, like, what's the word I'm looking for? a viewpoint into these amazing points in history. Perspectives. Like perspectives, yeah. And so he's the Doctor has hung out with William Shakespeare, with Queen Elizabeth, with Rosa Parks. Who else has he gone and met? Uh, Vincent van Gogh. Yeah, that's a he's really emotional been around, episode. Um, the Prime Minister of Great Britain when... Churchill? Uh, during, yeah, Churchill. That's yep. what I'm trying to think World of. World War One. Um, a lot of, like, Roman centurions yes. and kind of yes. like, you know, just... Like he goes all the way into the past and all the way into the future as well. Was there for Pompeii, allegedly? He was, yes. Allegedly, we have a full episode on that. Yep. Uh, a two-parter, maybe, even. Uh, no. Is it only one? It's only one episode, but yes. Devo. It was still a good episode. It was a good episode. And we have, famously, in that episode, a future version of the Doctor was in that episode. Yes. In Peter Capaldi, the 12th Doctor was just a random... I met one of the main characters in that episode. Yeah. Which is kind of talked about in the canon, kind of. They kind of try they to They kind of mention it. it, yeah, but it's kind of also a bit of a plot hole. But who cares? He's a, I, I really enjoyed Peter Capaldi as the Doctor. Have you watched all his series? I did watch all his season, series, yeah. episodes, everything he starred in, except the one where he died. So I still have seen not that... You I haven't have seen, seen his regeneration Christmas yet. Special oh, okay. Where he finished up and then Jodie Whittaker comes in. Dr. Jodie Whittaker comes in. So yeah. I have not seen that yet. Because oftentimes these regenerations are very sad. Because, like, obviously this doctor, though it's the same person, it's kind of very iterative and it's kind of. They have all these memories and times and stories associated with them. And so. It's oftentimes sad when he regenerates. It's, I mean, I would say it's probably sad every time because, like, it's often really... It's often... They look back on their life in their last moments when they're regenerating. And Matt Smith, when he regenerates, the 11th Doctor has, like, a famous quote, like, I'll always remember remember when the Doctor was me, which is kind of like a breaking the fourth wall kind of deal as well. Like, 
he kind of even looks at the camera. Like I watched this scene last night. I went on Google and I watched all the most recent regenerations and I watched this scene and he like literally looks into the camera and says, I'll remember when the doctor is me. Like obviously the actor saying, I'll always remember when I was this famous British character. But also... Meanwhile, Stephen Moffat's going, you idiot, don't, <laughs> please, don't, look, at the don't look at the camera. But I'm sure he was allowed to for this one. Uh, but also being that I'll remember, I always remember when the doctor, when... I was the doctor, like before he regenerates into someone new, and so it's always really sad. But it's but it's always really joyous as well because it's the, when the new doctor arrives, they're just tr- oftentimes in a crazy situation, like the TARDIS is crashing or something has gone wrong, and they just try to work out how their new body works, and they're like figuring everything out and taking it for a test drive, basically. Because just imagine if you woke up one day and you were had changed into a woman and you were just a completely different person like that's that's imagine how he feels how he's felt 13 or 14 different times he or she he or, or she Z. yeah or <laughs> in the doctor it's, it's he or she but like what i realized is the um in that season five regeneration he's like he 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 pulls his hair down he's like i'm a girl and he like because he has kind of longish hair and he's like oh and then he feels his adam's apple and he's like oh next time and he still always really wants to be ginger Every time he regenerates, he wants to be ginger, and it's never happened yet. <laughs> there you go. Good, long, really, really, really overarching stories. Right yeah, of, of him wanting to be ginger from when he from when he first departed Gallifrey, which is his home planet. Um, I hope one day he becomes ginger. That'd be really cool. Though, well, it'd be I so, think, it'd be so, I think it'd be you'd such relate a, to that. Oh, I would. Yeah, Nathaniel's sure. a ginger, in case you don't know. Oh, oh man. That prob- <clears throat> there is a high possibility there are listeners out there that did not know that. Oh, I've talked about being Ginger in the past. Oh, okay. During a different... When I talked about The Name of the Wind, because the main character of that book is Ginger. Oh, and so I talked true. about how I, re- That's right. I relate so My much bad. to that Sorry, character. people. Yeah. Listen to the episodes, mate. Get good. Oh, I did. <laughs> okay, it was good. a good episode. Appreciate it. Um, but I hope that one day when the Doctor regenerates into a Ginger person... I hope there's a good payoff and he just screams like, finally, <laughs> I really do. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of really all you need to know about the show. We'll just kind of run down a few of the things. I think this will be a pretty quick episode. I don't think we need to go too much into detail because I often struggle. I try to think of why do I like Doctor Who? And I kind of struggle a little bit to put it into words. Do you kind of get what I'm talking about? Like, it's corny. It is... Well, it used to be pretty corny. Like, looking back through seasons five, through, like, seasons one through six, seven, to where the budget actually kind of starts getting good. I would say the opposite. I I would say that season one... Well, like, when when we say season one... 2005. It's, yeah, 2005 of season one. Yeah. And then, yeah, so on. Um, I would say season one to season four was not corny, not as corny, but season five onwards was more corny. Why? I think I think the more money that they spent on it, the higher budget, I think it kind of makes it a little bit more like fiction. It makes it look a lot more, I wouldn't say tacky, but I think it looks a bit more like, you know, arty and, and like less realistic, mm. which mm. makes it come across a little bit more corny. When before, before that budget really kicked in, it... It was a lot more like... Physical effects, like yeah. like not CGI and it stuff. It was so much more like, you know, just real. And maybe too, because I was younger and I just had yeah, a lesser have eye the, for and detail. Yeah, you have these kind but of memories just, associated with these episodes. Just, that All those seasons seem so much more real. But just remember that weird 
alien thing with the really long, the green alien. It was like the prime minister, I'm fairly sure. Do you remember that? And that was bad. It's that a, was, it's a lot of bad episodes. That was so funny. <laughs> but at the same time, like that was all in like realistic buildings. That was like, apart from the bad quality alien. Yeah. Everything else around it, like looked like something I could physically go out and see. I guess so. so. It was just like, oh, like. You know, it I don't just know. seemed. I just appreciate of... good special effects, and they weren't really there in the first few <laughs> no, series. It took him a while to get to that. <laughs> um, remember that episode where someone was like a pavement? He was in. Someone was stuck in the pavement, yeah, and their was... head, the head was just like they had just a face on like that a pavement stone. That is regarded stone. as the worst episode of <laughs> Doctor is... Who in the new Doctor yeah, Who. Yeah, that is very. That is a very bad. There's also been some bad ones in Peter Capaldi's era. There were some bad ones where like the moon is an egg. That one was very bad. And all of London got turned into a forest. That one's also bad. <laughs> I, I've not been a new, uh, like a a big fan of some of the later seasons, just yeah. because they have had slightly more dodgy episodes. Yeah, I agree. I do episodes. agree. And I think that I think most people, when talking about Doctor Who, they will say that David Tennant, the tenth Doctor, is their favorite Doctor. My, which is which is valid. My favorite season of all times, season four mm-hmm. of. The new Doctor Who, it was the best with Donna Noble yeah. and David Tennant. Mm-hmm. They just they went around, kicked ass, had fun. Yeah, no romantic relations. They, nah, were, they were just friends. It was just yeah. plutonic friendship yeah. that was just a lot of laughs. And it was like, and that was. But also like, some scary episodes. Well. Yeah, and they, like, it was kind of in that transition of budget where they had a bit more money. So mm. I can't really remember any of the episodes looking tacky. Mm. Um, but, like,. They weren't too over the top for me. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, and I like some of those episodes were actually really emotional yeah, without they were. having to like, like one thing I'm not a fan of in some of the newest episodes is it feels like every episode they're trying to like make in some really big dramatic speech. Mm. I'm not much of a sentimental person. So like, <laughs> so cut the dramatic speech. There was not that many dramatic speeches in season four, no. but there were some still like just emotional things that happened. But they like just kind of kept moving on, and I'm like, oh man. I'm all for a good doctor emotional speech, though. Like the speech that Matt Smith gives at the end of season five with the Pandorica is such a good moment in that show. Yeah, but that, like, I would expect it in, like, the season final. But yeah. for it, like, when there's one every episode, for, like, <laughs> it for one of the seasons get a bit of Peter dull. Capaldi, there was, like, there was an emotional speech every episode. <laughs> and I, I felt like the more that they were making them, the more it was undermining the quality of the last one and the one before that. Because it was like, oh, well, there's nothing special about an emotional speech anymore. Because there's one in every single episode. They literally just write one up for... Oh, yeah. What? How? What are we gonna say this episode that's gonna like make people cry? It is true. Save, it's true. Save it up and make us ball. And I can it. agree that the few, the last most recent seasons have not lived up to the standards of seasons two through four. I think season five is also very good. Um, but yeah, it's kind of disappointing. Still worth watching oh, because 100%. in these episode in these series, I'd say probably seventy percent of them are really good episodes, yes. and then thirty percent are probably like dodgy, and ten percent is probably just bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but still worth watching either way because the overarching series and overarching stories are all pretty cool. Like in Matt Smith's era, the the silence because they got introduced at the end of season five, and they were there through pretty much all like his series right like through season six and seven yeah yeah which is kind of cool and there's kind of like a 
yeah, this overarching that hits three series long, which I was kind of yeah. a fan of. And there's also characters that will cut that have come back in multiple series, like in like you talk about season four has the introduction of River Song, who's been around yeah. a lot in Matt Smith's era, but also there's been some characters from later that everyone's been desperate for to come back, like Captain Jack. Yes. Captain Jack is is a fan favorite character from like seasons two through four. Or, no, he was introduced with Christopher Eccleston. I'm sorry, season one. But everyone wants Captain Jack back. Everyone yeah. does. And he hasn't come back since season no. four. He has had his own series though. He Torchwood, had a yeah. spinoff of Torchwood, mm-hmm. which got four seasons. Yep. Um, and that started about like the same year of 2000, oh, of season four, sorry. Yeah. So. Which is basically like... Torchwood is a secret kind of like government group. Are they funded by the government? No, no, they're outside like, the government. Okay, yeah, just like and they know, just basically stop stop aliens that the Doctor doesn't save. Basically, yeah, kind of deal. Yeah, um, that's cool. Torchwood is good. I like Torchwood, but everyone wants Captain Jack back in the actual show. It'd be so cool if they brought him back just for like yeah. one episode. Just bring him back every now and then. Yeah. Bring River Song back every now and then. I, I'm kind of sick of River Song. She's been around too much. Oh really? Yeah, and they've kind of they kind of. I feel like they've ran her into the ground. Yeah. <laughs> she's that is she's very in true. a lot of Matt Smith's and Peter Capaldi's episodes. But she's good. When they first introduce her, because of this show has a lot of time travel elements, a lot of the characters are kind of not bound by a singular like line of time. Like char- like characters like River Song are often her story goes in the opposite direction of of like the doctor. And so it's really kind of confusing but also very cool. But I hope River Song's gone. I hope she's. I hope she's kind of finished. <laughs> cool, ca- cool character though. Cool character. I won't but, spoil who she is or what she does, but but you like it when a story is written and then they just like finish. They with have. The story they have a good ending. To drag to it. it out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and so and I'm just trying to think of like actual reasons why I like this show. Well, why why did you watch it? How did you get onto it? I got it onto it through you. <laughs> hey, you, that. You, 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 that was a very basic question. <laughs> Uh, back in our school days, I don't know why we just must've ended up talking about it. You said you should watch Doctor Who. And I was like, okay. And I did. And I got, I got, I started on season five. Like that was about the time. And I watched that series and I'm like, okay, this is really good. I need to go back to the start. And because if you don't want to start at season one through four, even though you should, season five is kind of like the second place they recommend you start. Because there was a change of writers. Change of writers, showrunners, kind of, that's when it kind of got another lift in budget and everything but you should because you're going to be missing so so much if you um start in season five yeah i you're arguably missing out on the best 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 episodes yep i oh (laughs) no the dogs thank you dogs please anyway (laughs) talking over them um i started watching it in season four but did you know bloody dogs keep talking um, did you know that I could actually, like, I actually started, the first episode I watched was in 2006. I watched one episode, which, uh, was in season two and it was one where they're in the, like the new earth, new hospital. Yeah. And I watched like half of that episode and I got so scared yep. and, and I didn't watch it again. And I, like, I had <laughs> nightmares about Doctor Who. Oh my goodness. And then... I, yeah, and then I eventually got to season four and I'm like, I've got to conquer my fears. So I tried to and I watched season four and I loved it. And then I went back and watched everything. And yeah. No, I also no, remember seeing clips of episodes and being very scared when I was younger because it is inherently 
there's a lot of scary stuff that happens in the show because it, I wouldn't say it's a horror show. I wouldn't say it's horror, but it's there's a lot of scary aliens, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they are very and they can be very scary. Like there's several scary aliens. Like the weeping angels are very scary in that if the if they're like they look like angel kind of statues, and if you are looking at them, they can't move. But as soon as you a living creature isn't looking at them, they will like move very quickly to come kill you basically yeah <laughs> very scary stuff the weeping angels for sure yeah it's pretty cool yeah lots of good lots of good that's another thing i was going to mention lots of good lots of pretty weird alien design but lots of good alien design yeah. as well they have a really cool platform where they can just create anything mm-hmm. and then they can just like sort of i guess experiment with it in an episode and if it doesn't work out they just don't bring them back yeah there are lots of aliens that do come back though that they kind of have multiple because they're episodes. onto a win yeah. You know what alien I think they should bring back that I really liked? What's that? From season four, the Ood. They oh, are the so Ood. cool. And yeah, they are they're, good. They're a passive anip, like a- alien race. Alien. Yeah. So like they, they have been evil, um, but they have like a lot of the time been good. And I think like, I think they're just a great alien. They're like, they're really cool to have around, yeah. but they haven't been. They're always, they're ages. also there at the death of the fourth doctor as well. I was watching, which is kind of really sad. Yeah. I want them to also bring back some aliens, like, but. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, there's a lot of good alien design. Lots of good kind of just like, lots of good sci-fi stories basically that I just kind of want to because it is a sci-fi show inherently, and so there's just a lot of good, a lot of bad, but a lot of good sci-fi stories. Like I'm just trying to think of. I should have thought of some of my favorite ones. Like, like one of them is that they go back and they meet Vincent Van Gogh, and they kind of are there when everything goes down with him. And so that's not really sci-fi, but that's just one of my favourite episodes of Doctor Who ever, I'd say. It's so emotional. Because they do something in that episode. I'm not going to say it. Should, should I say it? <laughs> no, no, no. You should, you should definitely watch. It's like season five, episode five. It's like in Matt Smith's first yeah. season. And it's, oh, it's, that is an episode that I sh- I've showed several people that don't like Doctor Who. I've showed them this episode and we were like, wow. And then they cried watching it as well. It's really, it's a very good episode. Can you think of any of your favorite episodes? Uh, any of my favorite episodes would be, it would be in season four. I think it's the second episode mm. um, and it's Planet of the Ood. That's why I love the Ood so much. It's yeah. like this episode and they're like, you know, it's about like they go to a planet where the Ood is sort of like manufactured um, because they're like, because of the kind of species that they are. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to spoil too much about it, but like that was my favorite um, episode. And wow. I guess- yeah, and it's it, it was quite emotional. You get to the end of it, and it's just like, oh, oh, it's sort of beautiful. Another um, episode I really like from season four is uh, Midnight. Is that what the episode's called? I'm fairly sure it's called Midnight. Yeah. Or that's the name of... The name of the planet is called Midnight. I don't know if what the episode is actually called. It was, it it was, was called, called Midnight, Midnight. yeah. And that one was actually, like, that's one of the... Not controversial ones, but it's like, pe- people either loved it yeah. or they hated it. I love it. Do you like it? You're a fan? Oh, yeah. look, I was probably... I was on the fence, so... Yeah, that It's really, really cool, because it, ca- it kind of leaves... It's the Doctor without his companions for, like... N- there aren't many episodes where it's just the Doctor. And so this one, he kind of ends up travelling on this train across this planet surface by himself. And so it's him and it's just him trying to solve this mystery. And it's kind of very scary as well. Um, but that's a good episode. Uh, the finale of season five, I really enjoy. It's a two parter called the Pandorica opens. Um, it's very good. 
Um, hmm. This is all around pretty good. Yeah, there's a lot of good episodes and a lot of like scary episodes and a lot of really emotional episodes. Yeah. Oh, and another good thing is too, it's like it's easy enough to watch and like take time watching. Yeah. Because it's not like when you watch an episode, you're usually not forced to then watch the next episode like mm-hmm. ASAP. Yeah. Because otherwise you're left on a cliffhanger. Like you are able to just progressively enjoy the show at your own pace. At your own pace, and so like it makes it easy. Like you watch an episode before bed, or you watch an episode like you know at lunch. Yeah, and then just continue about your day, and then just go back to it when you next have an opportunity, mm-hmm. as opposed to like some like you know just full story shows. Yeah, where... well, you, we are kind of desperate to know what was happening next. Yeah. I'd say that would only apply wouldn't apply when there's like two or three part episodes yeah. which there are usually one or two in a series yeah um because they often do end on cliffhangers uh and it's good to have that kind of mix up too yeah for sure um i've always really enjoyed the uh interactions between the doctor and his companions and kind of like all the different people in each episode because obviously they're going to meet new people each episode that they go to like if they go to a space station they're going to meet the people that work at the space station if they go to visit vincent van gogh they're going to meet vincent van gogh and so i've always really enjoyed the doctor's interactions with him and with the companions because if you watch it at the start of a series his companion will generally still be kind of like starstruck that they're in the future in the past or on another alien planet but um, the doctor, obviously it's commonplace for the doctor and his, as he's been traveling for thousands and thousands and thousands of years, whatever. How old is he? He's like 2000, right? Currently about 2000. Yeah. 2000 something. Yeah. And so I've always really, cause the doctor is this benevolent kind of force. He is like every, it, he's kind of this, his name is known across the universe, right? Like a lot of people know of the doctor and if like, He's if he shows up, he's going to help and he's going to sort everything out. And so oftentimes you'll meet him and they'll be like, oh my goodness, it's the doctor or they will have no idea. But I've always really liked those interactions. <laughs> it, it, it can it's be... Li- it's literally that's the two options you have in it life. It is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you didn't know... Oh, wait, no. You're more referring to the dramatic nature of... Yeah, of, his, of, of the doctor. Because it's true though, a lot of people know who the doctor is. And, and a lot of people obviously other time lords know of the doctor and other which is his race and there are several kind of races that are tied to the his race i'd say like the you if you've known about doctor who you know about the daleks and they're these kind of like roaming like mini kind of tanks i would call them they're like and they shoot like they look like what looks like a toilet plunger like sticking out of them and it's like a laser gun basically very old alien design like they've been around since the first series as well and so that alien had stuck it around for 55 years, which is very cool. Although there's rumors that they won't be Daleks in this series, in Ouch. season 11. Yeah. Because I'm fairly sure this has kind of been like another kind of soft reboot, I'd call it, from season 10 to 11. Like, this is new showrunners again as well. So I've heard that there might not be any old aliens returning in this in this series. All originals. Yeah, all originals. Wow. Which I kind of like. But I'm also kind of on the fence. Like, I kind of want there to be that kind of tie back to his history and the Daleks. Her history. Yeah. His, their history. I feel like it can be done. Like, I feel like anything can be done as long as it's written well in Doctor yeah. Who. Yeah. Like, they could really take it in any direction they want. And as long as they write <laughs> it well, like, I'm all for it. 
Me but too. if they don't write it well, then it just makes it like, oh, why'd they do this? Mm-hmm. This sucks. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, what else have I got here? Uh, a lot of the stuff we've already talked about, like the interesting villain designs, like interesting aliens. There's some that really sympathetic aliens that you think that this alien is going on a terrorizing the space station, but when you kind of realize why they're doing it, you kind of end up feeling kind of bad for the alien. Like the alien in the Vincent Van Gogh episode, because there's aliens on Earth <laughs> around when Vincent Van Gogh was around, ends up being super sad and kind of depressing <laughs> when you find out what's really wrong with it and why it's terrorizing all these people. Um, uh, I'd also say that the show is kind of very wholesome. Would you agree? kind of wholesome and kind of makes you kind of feel good watching it. I'm not sure what you mean by wholesome, though. Like, I don't know how you describe the word wholesome. It's just very... It's a very inclusive show. It's very just... Do you know what the word wholesome means, obviously? Oh, like everything? Like generically inclusive of everything? Wholesome. Let's define the word wholesome. Um, Conducive to or suggestive of good health and physical well-being... Not really. Conducive to or characterized by moral well-being. And a lot of the synonyms, moral, ethical, good, nice, clean, virtuous, pure, innocent. And so I think the Doctor kind of represents all those kind of things. He's just this kind of, just this good person that is out there to save people. And so like, and that's just what the Doctor does. And so that I feel like it's a very wholesome show, just watching him or her them just do just save people it's just it's just a very wholesome show in my opinion nice um, good story yeah good stories good overarching plots of him through of the different series like i just mentioned uh and like i said i find it hard to realize and to put down into words why i like it but i do and i i, I will never probably stop watching doctor who i'll watch every episode that comes out that's good. Yeah, I'm really, yeah. I'm really, I'm really into it, and I think more people definitely should watch it. I think that the sci-fi kind of alien nature of it turns some people off. Like a lot of people just see sci-fi, no, and they just press yeah, skip. Look, if you're not into sci-fi, you can still get behind Doctor Who because, yeah. like, probably about half the episodes are sci-fi. Yeah. Then, like, the other half of the episodes are like, oh well, you could almost pass it as like not a history show, but like a fistrip. A fiction history dramatization. History. Type. That's what. History. It, that's what it kind of should be called now. Fiction history yeah. dramatization thing. History. Where <laughs> that's not good. Making words since '97. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think it's definitely worth getting into, worth watching. There's so see, there's you can go back and watch old Who, but that is kind of. I would say that's even more corny. That's very that's, old. That's, that's very like, corny. And that's it's hard to do. It's hard to get a hold of, yeah. they are expensive on DVD. Yeah. And they're not available anywhere online. Yeah. So, outside um, England, of course, because yeah. there you can, you know... Oh, really? Log in a BBC and just watch and it, it. And it's there. That's cool. Yeah. But we, unfortunately, don't have that. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I, I, I've seen, like, a few episodes of of old Doctor Who. Like, not much at all. I, I remember watching a few episodes, like, in black and white on yeah. ABC it when I was, like, really young. And and I was thinking, like, what is this? This is a corny ass. Mm-hmm. What's black and white? What even is black and white? But it, like, you know, it was it was pretty 
corny. It is, but it, but it's also good. It's got this legacy of being around like fifty five yeah. years. That's a crazy show. That's a crazy amount of time. In the when it, when we hit fifty years, there was a uh, fifty year special that showed at the cinema, which yeah. I did watch at the cinema. Um, which kind of has several of p- the past doctors kind of reuniting in one episode, and they have to s- solve like a problem together, which is which is really cool to watch. Because of time travel, that's able to happen. Like, different versions of the Doctor are able to interact. Yeah, and because of time travel, too, they were able to put a really good gag at the front where um, they address, like, you know, just full-on address the audience and were like, oh, hey, guys, welcome to the 50th... An- oh, they said, welcome to the 100th anniversary. And they're like, oh, what? Sorry, no, sorry, that, 50. That sorry, time yet. travel. <laughs> and then, I forgot about that era, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty funny. And he's like, oh, well, I'm off to go and introduce people to the 100th one. And so, and then what would be really great is if then they recorded the 100th year anniversary. Then, right then. To and then play. they just like put it on a USB stick and put it in the cupboard and then bring <laughs> that out in like 45 years time. I hope they do that. That'd, That'd be, be amazing. Great. Will we be around in 50 years? We? Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. I'm just going to think. Like, yeah. come on, I'm not planning to yeah. die Let's go watch the set. Let's go watch the 50th anniversary, the 100th anniversary when we're 70 years old. That's 2063. Oh my god. It's crazy me. to think about. And when and we're gonna be at what, like in our seventies? Yeah. I'll be seventy something, yeah, for well, sure. I'm determined that when I'm in my seventies I'm not gonna be old. Like I'm gonna be a young seventy year old. Like yeah. I'm gonna be still doing stuff. We'll so. be going we'll be going to the movies to watch Doctor Who. Right. I'll be climbing mountains and watching <laughs> it up on a mountain. Sure. On like the newest because like technology then it'll be like a pull out cinema. Mm-hmm. And I'll just like whip out my own cinema on top of a mountain and watch the 100th anniversary of Doctor Who. I'll be there. All right, stick around. We'll be right back in just a second with some emails. Uh, Enjoy our nice Doctor Who music in between. Welcome back from the break. You should see Nat's face because he is looking peeved off that I jumped in there on him. He he literally had his mouth open. He was about to speak and now I think he's about to turn off the recording and start again. Please don't. Pretty close. I've already done that before. Did you listen when I did that to you last time? Oh. I just restarted it. That is true. (laughs) I played the music again and everything. Oh, really? (laughs) Stitch up and half. It's very good. It's very good. Anyway. Thank you for the introduction. Welcome back to You Should See This. Yep. We're going to head into our email section right now. Um, please send in your emails uh, if you have any questions or queries or comments to yssdpodcast at gmail.com. Please send them in. That's the one. We got a question from Steph and she writes in, have you ever considered doing a podcast about a concert or a musical presentation? Musical <laughs> presentation. Is, is that, that what you call a concert, I don't Nathaniel? think so. I've never Is that what that. Steph calls a concert? Musical presentation. Yeah, it was. It was written down there in her question. Um, <laughs> Good on you, Steph. She, and then she said, thank you. Uh, the answer is no, I've never once thought about it. Just because if I went to a show and if I talked about it, it'd be cool to talk about it, but no one else would really, realistically be able to go to that show unless it was like tickets were still available for where you are. Yeah, I it just like it just wouldn't really work. That's really hard to do. It'd be like you have to see it in Brisbane, like because mm-hmm. we're southeast Queensland. Brisbane's really like never at the start of a tour, so you'd have to see it like in Melbourne or something, and then you'd have to do the po- podcast, publish it, and then someone in like 
Brisbane or Sydney is going to have to hear that, still have tickets available, it's buy true. tickets, and yeah. then go under and the if, if we're talking about a good band, usually tickets aren't available once the tour starts. Yeah. <laughs> so it just wouldn't really work. Like, I've been to several very good concerts. Like, I've seen Coldplay. I've seen Flume. I've seen... Who else? I've seen quite a few people seeing Taylor Swift in a couple of weeks' time. Ooh, that's uh, exciting. Which, which I'm very excited about. But... If you like Taylor Swift, that is. Oh, so yeah. I'm so, I'm sure I'm it's so, I'm so into Taylor Swift. Like that. Um, but it just wouldn't really work for this podcast format, which kind of sucks. But I'm all open to talking about albums because that's timeless. You can't miss an album. That's true. So I'm, I probably will talk about an album sometime soon, I think. I'm pretty Vegan. excited about that. Stay all tuned. Right. What? All right. So since we can't really talk about a concert, let's talk about concerts in general. Uh, What has been like maybe top concert you have been to? Um, my favorite would have been when I saw Half Moon Run, which is a small kind of indie Canadian band, and they came and played at my favorite venue in Brisbane. In Brisbane, and it was just one of my favorite nights ever. Seeing all my favorite songs live, it was beautiful. That was very. It was so tight, and they were so good. What about you? you have a uh, favourite one? It would either be um, Half Moon Run or yeah. it would have to be The Preachers. Preachers were very we- good as I well. I think that, like, they were a good band, but that weekend as a whole, like, it was just a bit, like, it was a great concert. Mm-hmm. So, Lockie got pretty wa- much- water poured on his head by the lead singer by of The Preachers. By the lead singer. She put her water bottle out <laughs> onto my head. Was, as we were head banging. Amazing. That was a beautiful moment. I saw that. Your night was made in that one second. It was, it was awesome. But that yeah, was- that and Half Moon Run. Half Moon Run was amazing. Yeah. Um, and that is something, although we can't recommend for you to go to the concert because... Next time they come. Um, but yeah, next time they come, go check out their stuff because mm. it is pretty, pretty... Pretty good. Very emotional. Very good music. Very yeah, tight. Nice. Vibes. Really good vibes music. Anyway, find us all across social media. Uh, Facebook, you should see this. Twitter, Instagram, and our website is all ysstpodcast.com. Um Come find us there for good stuff there. Thank you very much for listening. This has been episode 12, I'm fairly sure. There you go. We talked about Doctor Who. You can find 10 seasons of New Who on Netflix. Seasons 1 through 10 Yep. on Netflix. Uh, season 11, you can watch on ABC iView right now. So you can watch season 11. And then old Doctor Who, I'm fairly sure there isn't really a good place to watch it right now. No. Which kind of sucks. But, but you don't really have to. You know what I also I thought is that... You should have done this podcast next time because then you would have been like for the thirteenth episode of this podcast. Oh, we're going to talk about, about the thirteenth Doctor. Doctor, but you didn't. Damn. So there you go. Well, thanks. Um, I think there was a number of seasons though that had twelve episodes, so you're kind of like, you know, yeah. I think the majority of them are twelve episodes. Yeah, there you go. So that's like semi-related yeah, to this episode. T- tied it in fully on purpose. Hundred percent segways. <laughs> All right, thank you so much for listening. Tune back in next fortnight for another yep. great episode of you, of you <laughs> to see hopes. If I think, if, if I think, if, plan it. if I would, if I can believe, I hope it'll be great. There you go. Thanks for having me, Nathaniel. You're welcome. Thank you for coming on. Really appreciate it. Peace. I'm getting a phone call. Who is it? Answer that man. No, turn it on. Let's listen to it. No, that's me. <laughs>